This is the Photography Podcast on Photography.ca, episode number 128, Five Reasons Why the 50mm is the First Lens You Should Get. Hey there, photo lovers. How's it going? And welcome to the 128th photography podcast on photography.ca. My name is Marco, and as usual, we're coming to you from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. For today's show, we're going to talk about five reasons why I think the 50mm is the first lens you should get for your DSLR camera. The 50mm is also known as the Nifty 50, and it's just a fabulous lens. Before we get into it, I'd like to thank the Camera Store, the largest camera store in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, for sponsoring this podcast. And I'd also like to thank people for their comments on our last podcast number 127, where I talked about uh, why point-and-shoots suck for learning photography. Alain Casseau, Lisa Osta, and uh, Tom Trottier left really good and long comments in the show notes. Uh, greatly appreciated, so I do hope you check them out. All right, then, so let's just get right into the 50mm lens. And I have to tell you straight up that I love the 50mm lens. It was the very first lens I bought uh, a few decades ago, and I'm still using it today. Personally, I think it's the first lens that any new photographer should buy, even all these years later. And, um, you know, straight up, I know people are going to wonder about full-frame cameras versus the crop sensor cameras. So a full-frame camera is going to give you that traditional view that you would have had if you were going to use a 35-millimeter camera years ago when you were using film. These days, if you have a crop sensor camera, the 50-millimeter is going to act more like a 75-millimeter or an 80-millimeter, you know, depending if you have a camera or a Nikon or different brands. So it's going to give you that type of focal length. But either way, whether it's like a true 50 from the old days or a 75 digital or still a 50 digital, makes no difference. It's a fabulous lens. And when you're learning photography, in my opinion, it's the first and best lens to get. And I've compiled five good reasons why I definitely think it is the first lens you should get. The first reason is that it's got a large fixed aperture. And the one that I have is the most common one that most everyone has. It's an f1.8, which is an extreme extremely large aperture, especially when you compare it to the kit lens that you're going to get. Many of the kit lenses that you're going to get free with your camera are in the 18 to 55 focal length range, but they're not going to have this f1.8. And this f1.8 is a large aperture. The kit lens might start at around 3.5 or 4 or something like that. And although those are good apertures, um, they're just not as large as, you know, f1.8. And one of the key reasons, of course, that these large apertures are so valuable, they can get you these creamy backgrounds. So when you're looking for shallow depth of field, you can get really shallow depth of field. Yes, the kit lens that you have with your camera can also give you a shallow depth of field, but not as shallow. It's not going to make the background as creamy, as dreamy. And uh, when you want that, especially in portraiture sometimes, it's really, really, really useful. Another key benefit of the large aperture, like f1.8, is that, you know, everything's going to be brighter just because the actual natural opening of the lens is larger. Whatever you look through through the lens is going to be brighter. Now, in the sun, you're not going to notice it. But if you put your 50 on inside the house and you try and take a portrait, and then you put your kit lens on in your house and try and take a portrait, you will quickly know that it's way easier to focus with the 50 millimeter because everything looks brighter. And because you have this big aperture, another advantage, which I'm still calling point 0.1, maybe point 0.1c, uh, is low light. You know, because the aperture is so much naturally larger, you are able to take a low light shot more easily. If you're hand holding the camera and your aperture is too small, you may 
introduce your own movement into the shot if you're shooting slower than a 1 over 60 for example but if you have this kit lens and your largest aperture is let's say 3.5 and you're at like a 15th of a second or a 30th of a second well slap that 50 on and all of a sudden you get to that magic 1 over 60 or faster and you can hand hold the shot so it's also great for low light photography the second point, which is really, really important, especially when we get into photography either professionally or just, you know, as enthusiasts or advanced hobbyists, the 50 millimeter is cheap. <laughs> the Canon EF 50 millimeter F1.82 lens or the Nikkor AF 50 millimeter F1.8 D, you're looking at just over 125 bucks. There's a Sony 50 millimeter, the F1.8 DT, and you're looking at like 160, 162 for that. Uh, if you're in Canada, check it out at the camera store. If you're in the US, check it out at B&H or something like that. But for like 125 to 150 bucks, very, very, very good deal. You'll almost never find uh, a lens in that range. If you're on a super tight photography budget, you should be able to find these lenses used for even cheaper. The third reason is going to be the awesome quality. You know, if you compare it to the kit lenses you're going to get, there's many less parts uh, in the 50 millimeter, and that just makes them like sharp workhorses. And if you've never used a prime lens, just so there's no confusion, prime lenses are those lenses with one focal length, so they're not zoomed. They'll be like a 105 or a 50 millimeter or an 85 millimeter, etc., versus a zoom, you know, a 70 to 200. So prime lenses have less moving parts and uh, they're reputed to be sharper. These day zoom lenses are really good, but the 50 is really, really sharp compared to that kit lens. So for like 125 bucks, highly, highly, highly recommended. The fourth reason is that it's small, light, and unobtrusive. So, you know, you could put this lens in your pocket or when you're shooting with it in the street, it just looks less intimidating than those big fat zooms. So you're actually able to be a little bit more discreet. And these days everyone has a camera and everyone's pointing it in your face. So you may just be a little less conspicuous uh, with the 50 millimeter, you know, versus a zoom or something like that. And the fifth reason is that you can actually use that 50 millimeter as a cheap macro lens. So believe it or not, there's actually a little adapter ring that you can use to mount the lens backwards to your camera. I know if you've never heard of it, it sounds ridiculous, but you could actually mount the lens backwards onto your camera if you get like a five or six or $7 reversing ring. And then you could actually use that lens as a macro lens. So you could focus on a quarter or you know something really, really small and get incredible detail with it. I should warn you, it's a bit of a pain in the butt to focus. Uh, you'll need to put the camera on a tripod and you'll have to physically move the tripod to and from the subject in order to get it in focus. But hey, if you're on a budget, you can do it. And the sharpness is really, really, really good. And those are my five reasons why I believe the Nifty 50 or the 50 millimeter should be the first lens you get for your DSLR or SLR. And I'd like to thank the Camera Store again for sponsoring this podcast. The Camera Store is a full-line dealer for an entire range of photographic equipment and supplies. Whether you are a leading professional or new to photography, their expert staff are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect equipment at great prices. Still about a week left to get those forum assignments in. Uh, our forum assignments this month are uh, street photography as our level one assignment. And our level two assignment is going to be shadows. Both already have uh, some pretty cool submissions. I've submitted once in each and uh, maybe I'll submit once or twice more before the month is up. So if you're lurking on our forum, I encourage you to join. It's a friendly bunch and we get to learn a lot from each other. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. As always, if you have uh, comments or suggestions about this podcast or past podcasts, photography.ca at gmail.com, you can email me. Comments are always preferred at directly in the forum at photography.ca forward slash blog. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Even if you do have a nifty 50, if you haven't pulled it out in a while, try those uh, larger apertures from uh, for some selective focus and creamy backgrounds. But whatever you do, just keep on shooting.
Bye for now, everyone. Thanks so much for listening.